Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR and Edit, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people for an unscripted and unedited conversations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ember Tate. Um, Ember is a business owner, gym owner of Pure Impact Ath uh, Athletics, and she's located in Brantford. Brantford, am I right? Yes, Brantford. Okay. I always get Brantford and Bradford mixed. Home Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> okay so yeah um how are you i'm great thanks how are you i am good thank you for asking so it's, it is truly a pleasure to have you on and i also want to say thank you for making time to speak with me um i know that you are busy and so i really do appreciate that um so how's everything how's life how's uh how's the gym amazing like it couldn't be better we're just in such good momentum um with everything right now and you know what I think the biggest thing a lot of people say yeah it's February but this is when things usually die down for most people and I love that nobody's given up on their like new year's goals we're going strong we're in great momentum and I'm ready for big things this year that's awesome um and it's true um you would think that you know, are in, in our community that people would be sitting down, chilling out. But no, I think a lot of people are coming out, especially now with this DECA and High Rocks and all the, you know, the number of affiliates now in Ontario. There's just a lot of foot traffic coming in. Oh, there's people a lot are excited. of people are right now. And we're going to touch on that just a little later. But now let's focus on you. So, Amber, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Who's <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, guys, I am new to the OCR, you know, um, hybrid fitness world. And that's because I spent um, a majority of my life in the gymnastics world. So I grew up as a competitive level gymnast. Um, I competed at the national level and right out of retiring as an athlete, I immediately jumped into a career um, as a coach and judge in gymnastics, where I spent the past 10 years pouring my heart and my soul and my passions back into athletes and just really giving back to a sport um, that I truly believe really developed me as a person because that's why I came up with the name Pure Impact Athletics because I found that a lot of the most impactful life, uh, moments in my life were through fitness and through sport. So how did Pure Impact come up, guys? Basically, you know, COVID kind of hit and uh, there wasn't much happening in the world of gymnastics. And I just felt like it was time to shift and just to keep utilizing my skill sets, utilizing my background and my passion and just shifting directions um, and just jumping into fitness. So here we are. Um, and that's how Pure Impact really came to life is I wasn't ready to slow down when COVID hit. I feel like I was just really gearing up for some really awesome things. And it's been an amazing two and a half years that's brought us wow. here on this podcast today. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Um, I commend you for your gym um, and mm -hmm. everything that you've done. Um, it is truly remarkable, amazing. I commend you, you um, and, and all your staff at, at um it, what you've done for the community 
not just the community around you, but the community itself. Um, and I mean, we're of course we're going to touch base on everything that happened this past weekend at your gym. Um, you had the deck of strong, so um, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on the community and and, and just how amazing uh, your gym is and and what you've done for the community. So, um, kudos to you for that. So, thank you. Now, what was other than gymnastics? What was your sport growing up? What else did you do? Honestly, I was in the gym 27 hours a week. So gymnastics was pretty much it for me. And anybody who's been a high level gymnast um, <laughs> can definitely say you live and breathe gymnastics. You eat, sleep. 27 hours. Oh, wow. A week. A week. Yeah, I was in That's there a lot. sometimes six hours a day. Um, but you know what? When you absolutely love it, you yeah. don't want to be anywhere else. Right. And when you've got those right. goals and that purpose that you're training towards, like, you're so laser focused that nothing else, you know, really matters. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything because I was exactly where I wanted to be. And that was in the gym. Yeah, no. And I agree with you and I can relate. Um, you know, when, <laughs> when you love something, you want to get better at it. You want right. to be the best at your craft. And so right. you always want to make sure that you're improving and you're the best. Right. Right. Uh, so no, that's amazing. That's wonderful. And I didn't even know that about you until now. So yeah, and you know what? It was just always more about like also just seeing how far I could go in that sport. Like just what how much was I actually capable of before I retired the leotards, you know? <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> the beauty about what I do is when you know this is unedited, unscripted. You know, I didn't know this about you coming into this and asking these questions and learning about your life and then what you've done. Wow, look at this. Mm -hmm. Got a gymnast in Canada, everybody. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so now, again, before we touch on that guy in High Rocks, yeah, talk about OCR because you've done OCR. How did you discover OCR? So I discovered OCR in what are we twenty? The end of twenty twenty one. So I went to Blue Mountain in October of twenty twenty one, and I managed to convince my husband and two of my closest friends to be crazy enough to give this thing a whirl. We honestly had no idea what we're getting into. <laughs> me being a gymnast, I was like, I can do this. Like, this is fine. Let me tell you, it was an extremely humbling experience. And that was what drew me into it because I was like, holy crap. Like me as an athlete and my husband was a, like a professional soccer player. We both just got our butts kicked on this hill. Like we were like, oh, yeah? whoa. Yeah, I was two minutes up that first hill and my calves were cramping. My butt was burning. And I was like, guys. Like, I don't know if I'm meant for this. So like we all do, we finish our race and we immediately sign up and do another one because that's what OCR does. It makes you hungry for more. And that learning of like, what am I capable of? I need to do better because you're, you're hungry for growth. And then last year I completed a trifecta. And let me tell you, the beast was a very humbling experience as well. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. So OCR. <laughs> What would you say are your most memorable races that you've done? Um, so for me, like memorable for me is always those hard moments when you're really testing yourself mentally yeah. um, and physically. Like those are the moments I live for. Like those, those are why I keep going back. Like I like the hard. I like the challenge. I like the, I want to stop, but like not yet, you yeah. know? Um, so definitely the beast in Blue Mountain last year was hands down like 
my favorite slash hardest race yet. And it was for that reason. You just like, I kept saying, okay, this has to be the last hill. And then I'll never forget the lady was like, so you have 8K to go. And I was like, pardon? <laughs> Eight kilometers left? <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought I was like at mar- like 17 at least. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, a lot of OCR athletes, when they first got into the sport, they said the same thing. And they said many other things that I can't actually say. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But at the end, when you finish, when you cross that line, it's uh, the sense of accomplishment, the sense mm-hmm. that you can do anything in this world. And also you have the community that surrounds you and then and, and supports you. And it's like, okay, where do I stand up for the next one? <laughs> it's so true. Like literally, you, you feel on top of the world. Like you feel like you just conquered Mount Everest or something. And like, exactly. Yeah, it's that discovering of it of what you can do, you know, because you, exactly. you push yourself. Yeah. So when when doing OCR, would you say that or you, did your all that gymnastics training? Would you say that it helped you when you, when oh, absolutely. you got into OCR? Yeah, my obstacle efficiency. I mean, I'm not gonna like toot my own horn or anything, but <laughs> my <laughs> obstacle efficiency is pretty bang on. I didn't <laughs> fail a single obstacle in the beast. Um, I'm proud Love of that. that. But I will be honest, like gymnasts gymnasts don't run we run like 10 meters down the vault strip right so I have a a lot of work to do on my running um the 5k race seems to so far be my jam because you know 5k is not a very long distance um and I I'm excited to actually train a lot more running this year um a lot more hills and just really dive into a realm of training that is fairly new to me I'll be completely honest long distance running is no joke and if you think you can run 5k and then go do 21k up a mountain well let me tell you <laughs> it's harder than it sounds <laughs> um, but you can do it with training yep. the proper guidance and the proper you know coach okay. and then, you know yep. setting up a plan for you you can do yep. it not a problem. I, I will say like I definitely train more than than I did like I had never done more than 10k in my life before doing the 21 and I did it like like you said you can do anything you decide you're doing it's that decision to do it but I will recommend if you're you know if you're still working on that that no matter what mindset maybe spend a little more time on the running and in the distance and just training your body and your mind for that duration (laughs) not having the proper training you know, your determination, your heart, your will can only take you so far until you yeah. realize, okay, you know what? I think I need a coach. Right. I think I need some proper yeah. guidance. Yeah. And I had <laughs> that. You, every time moment. you do it, because every time you do it, and that's with any sport, every time you do it and you mm-hmm. get, and you do better and you do better yeah. and you do better, you know, yeah. that kind of sets the path you know, to where you want to start succeeding. You want to start doing so much better. So yeah, you know what? I know that you can do it. And I can't wait to see you uh, up in those podiums uh, holding that medal. Well, and you know what? I do want to point out, like even as a a fitness coach myself, I'm never afraid to ask for coaching or ask for guidance. I'm not a professional in every aspect of fitness. So I think it's just a good reminder for people like, Yes, own what you're great at, share that knowledge with people, but don't be scared to reach out and ask somebody who's a professional in another aspect of yeah. fitness for guidance or suggestions or hire a coach. I agree coaches with need you. coaches too. 
<laughs> no, I agree with you a hundred percent because I trained on my own, um, yeah. very self um, self taught. But then it got yeah. to the point where you know what? If I want to get to the next level, mm-hmm. I need that help, and right. I found that in one of my dearest friends. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, who runs one academy so um, I love him for that and uh, yeah mm-hmm. and it's true um, don't be afraid to ask for help don't right. be afraid it, it's it's not gonna make you worse it's gonna make you better absolutely and I will so be honest every person I've met in the OCR world is just genuinely good human beings like everybody here as much as we're competitors we want to see each other win and it's like I want to see you beat my time. I want, you know, like it, it just, it's that level of like respectful athletic, yeah. if that makes sense. There's so much respect in this sport. Yeah. So now what are your plans? Well, sorry. What are your goals for 2023 in the OCR world? Are you going to be doing any Canadian races? Yes. I've got a couple trifecta weekends lined up actually. So <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go, we're going out swinging. Um, Did my trifecta last year over the course of the year. Um, Again, like as a non-endurance athlete, I just felt easing into the distance was a little bit smarter than jumping into a full trifecta weekend. Um, But I do feel like I'm I'm ready for that Um, on a step towards eventually I do want to complete the ultra. So I feel like a couple trifecta weekends are a good stepping stone in ultimately completing the ultra, which is 50k. Yeah, you, know what? you can do it. And I'm, I'm actually excited to see you and the team get out there and raise your heart. So, yeah. um, so now let's get into, let's talk more now about your gym. Tell us a little um, about uh, Pure Impact Athletics. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, what do you got going on? You know, your uh, and your clients. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, Pure Impact was essentially because some of the most impactful moments in my life were through fitness and sport. And I just felt like those were experiences that so many more people need to benefit from. You know, people are afraid for fitness, but they don't understand it's so much more than endurance and muscle growth and like physical changes. There's so many mental, emotional wins that come along with it. And I just knew that it was I was meant to impact people through fitness and through sport. So that's exactly what I did. And I started this and I'm going to be honest, I started in my backyard because when you've got a dream and, you know, just that mission on your heart, you don't care where you are. You just need people to serve. Right. And we started small. We started in my backyard. It looks like a OCR course back there, basically, (laughs) but that's where we started. And then, um, we grew a little bit and we moved into, and we shared a space with my friend who owned a dance studio. And keep in mind, this is all during COVID, right? Like we really had to make strategical growth moves as we went um, because we were also, you know, toeing the line with the pandemic too. So um, we moved into my friend's dance studio and we, we shared the space there for a little bit. And then eventually we just continued to grow with our growth until we eventually opened up our um, facility where we're at now. And that's the one we spent a lot of time in last weekend for that DECA Strong. And honestly, we are the gym we are today because of our members, like because of that community we've built. And it's really evolving around that just mission to serve and just mission to grow and, you know, fitness for everyone. That's really what it's all about. Like come as you are, and learn what you're capable of. And that's that's the mission. 
Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about your clients. They're amazing. We have everything, um, all ages, all levels. We've had people who have come in and say, I haven't worked out in 18 years. And I'm like, we got you. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's really just about that community of just bringing everybody in, making them feel welcome and making them feel strong. And that's, I feel like one thing that we're really good at is we have a great community that, that is so welcoming and um, so supportive and fitness is truly for everyone. And our classes, if you've ever come, you will see so many different levels within because it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're there, you know, right. and you do what you can and you do it to the best of your ability. That's right. And I really can't wait to go up there and uh, do a class with you. Oh, I will happily kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it would be great to go up there and train with you guys and, uh, just, yeah. you know, be a part of that community. Um, it mm -hmm. just seems like everybody that's there are so happy and they just love your gym. So, you know, it, that is very contagious. And so, it, you know, I, I talked to my wife and it's like, you know what, let's go check it out one of these nights. And that's when I sent you the message. It's like, you know what, uh, I like to come up there. So um, yeah, you're welcome we'll, anytime. We'll figure out a date that I can come up uh, and then you guys can uh, put a hurt on me. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now let's get to the meat of the sauce here. Mm -hmm. So this past weekend, you had a fantastic and just truly amazing event that you guys put up an amazing event. Thank you. Um, the Deca Strong. So yeah. I'm going to turn the table over to you. Talk to me about how that came about. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the event itself. Okay. So October actually is when you and I first met That's in right. uh, Milton at the farm girl. And that was the first ever DECA event in Canada. And naturally, like a lot of people in the Spartan world were like, what is this DECA thing? Right. And I'm always curious and as we've talked about growth. So of course I signed up like three weeks before, let me tell you, I'd never been on an assault bike before that. So when you do DECA and Spartan, like tons of humbling experiences, yeah. but we showed up, it was an, it was a great event. The energy was. was awesome. I instantly fell in love with this. It was the same thing. It was just fitness for all levels and the energy and just like that, um, opportunity to, for growth. Like I keep saying growth, but that's what fitness is all about. Right. Um, and two days after that, we were the second affiliate gym in Canada because I saw how well it aligned with our mission. And I truly, I truly believe in, in DECA and it's fitness for all levels. So next thing you know, we hosted our first ever event, um, last weekend and it was like electric. I don't know if you can agree, but the energy that filled that oh, gym was electric. And I have to say like our our members, our volunteers and our fellow affiliates who came together and made this happen, like they are the true rock stars of the weekend because they were all the pieces to the puzzle. Like they really helped make the whole thing come together. Yes, it was part of my vision as an owner and a leader in the gym, but my vision couldn't have come to life without them. And, and even the people who came, like they just, it was just electric. Like it was inspiring on so many levels. I can't even... I can't even put into words because, yeah. <laughs> when I got there, when I got there um, at 9, whatever, 9.30, it was true. It was busy. 
Yeah. And I was there till at least two thirty three, and it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, we had people stay all day because exactly it was inspiring. You know, we had we had people show up for the very first time that had like me the first time didn't even really know what they had signed up for, but they were there and they were nervous and they were anxious, and then just to see them go through the DACA event and just discover and just you know, give it all they had. And then that's inspiring. But then you also had people like Kevin Gregory go through and, and do a, a record breaking attempt. You know, that's it almost almost too. did it. Almost did it. And we won't even talk about that because my heart dropped when he fell off the box. <laughs> so no, but but was truly amazing. Uh talking about the volunteers and everybody that was there. Uh yeah. came in and participated for a 13, 15, 20 minute uh event or exercise. Yeah. Um, that they actually stayed also all through um, to support other people that they didn't even yes. know. And it yeah. was so engaging and it was so beautiful. And this is where you were so successful. And, mm -hmm. and, and you had to be there to capture that moment from beginning yeah. to the end at how many people were there, uh, whether they were participating or not, and how people after the event, they would actually stay to continue supporting others. It was yeah. truly remarkable. It was just um, everybody that participated felt like they were a part of something. Yes. And that's what I say. Like when you go to a DECA event as a fitness competitor, you instantly realize that you are part of something so much bigger than your gym and your journey. Like you're witnessing people like literally give it everything they have. And it's so inspiring. And like, you can't help but cheer someone on. Like you can't help but want that for someone. Like, like you said, it's so hard to put into words, but when you're there witnessing it, it's a feeling, it's an energy and it's, it's insane. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. now, besides that, let's talk about now, you know, the specifics and, and, and everything that actually happened because there were some amazing athletes that came out. Mm -hmm. um, some did well, some did okay, and some just did awesome. You yeah. know, you mentioned Kevin Gregory. Anybody, if you're listening, I know you are. Uh, kudos to you for what you yeah. did. In, what is it, 11.42 or something like that? That he and yeah. came close. If it wasn't for that little fall that he had when he was doing the box overs, I think he could have, I think he could have done it. I do too. Uh, but, you know, he did his best and you know what? Kudos to him. But there was also Joshua or, or Josh. Um, there was um, Robbie Moss. There was Fusure. Yeah. There was um, a number of other guys that it, it was their day and they had yeah. such phenomenal uh, times. And yeah. kudos to them. You know, some of them uh, were their first times doing it too. Yeah. So that's incredible. I mean, the, the first time I did it, you and I, we did it together at, uh, yeah. farm, what is it? Fit Farm? Uh, farm Girl. Farm Girl. Uh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Fit Farm is uh, coming up in March though, guys. So. Yeah. So <laughs> when we did it, it was brand new to us. Uh, and I also fell in love with it. Uh, coming into this one, you succeeded and you did really well. I congratulations yeah. to you thank you i went out too hard in the beginning and i burnt down and i paid for it so yeah it you know what it's um it's it's very interesting because so i actually shaved almost two minutes off my time which was yeah. my goal so i wanted to go sub 15 i did it but it's, it's a lot of strategy guys and you really have to know your strengths and your weaknesses yeah. and 
do not come out too hot out of the gate. Like if I could give anybody advice, paste it on the front half because the back half, your workout starts at that bike, guys. <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people do the same thing. And I knew going in as to what my strategy was going to be, what I'm going to do in order to, you know, you know, achieve that goal, that time that I had. But apparently, you know what? It's one of those things where you need to train at this and get better at this and then time yourself as you're within your when you're training. So that way you can go and, you know, apply it. And, uh, you know, in, at an event like we did with, at yours. And so, but I came out burning <laughs> and I <laughs> and paid you know for what? it. I mean, like, and don't get me wrong. Like some days as an athlete, you're on. And some days you're just not. And fortunate yeah. for me, I was on, you know, I was, I was having my day. And, you know, that could have went the other direction if I wasn't. And you just have to be very okay with that in this sport because that's kind of the nature of the sport too. Like sometimes yeah. your hundred percent is very different than other days. Exactly. So for the, all those, for everybody that did well, you know, con congratulations to you guys. You guys work really yeah. hard and congratulations to everybody that participated. Now, when it comes to training, how do you train or how from, from the first time to um, this past event at your, play, at, uh, at your gym, what changes did you make in order to, to achieve that goal and shave two minutes from your time? Um, I spent a lot of time on the murder bike. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Which is the assault bike, everybody. <laughs> yeah, the assault bike. Um, so just I spent a lot more time on the machines and I really fine-tuned, you know, what what paces I could hang on to and just really dialed it in. Like I really got comfortable with RPMs on the bike, you know, and learning what RPM can I hang on to for two to three minutes comfortably, you know, um, on my row, I highly recommend like find out what pace you can comfortably do 500 meters. And then when you compete, do it five seconds slower. Like you have to really, really get comfortable with your strengths on those machines because those machines, in my opinion, can make or break your event like yeah. very quickly. and it's very easy to think that you know rowing a 155 pace is going to be okay which for some females I mean a lot of guys probably do faster it might be but I highly recommend you know in your race maybe go five seconds slower save yourself because that five seconds slower on the row can save you 40 seconds to a minute on the bike down that down the line and um i would just say yeah get get really comfortable knowing your pace on every machine and and, and what how long you can not feel fatigued after because that's the biggest thing and how many days a week do you train yeah uh, for deca um, so I do what I would call like high intensity functional fitness. So I do a mix of, um, like hit training. Um, I have probably two days a week where it's more endurance based and it's primarily focused on longevity on those machines, um, for 45 minutes to an hour. I'm not on the machine for 45 minutes. I will throw in some other movements, um, you know, like yep. maybe hit 15 cows on the bike hop off, hit some med ball sit-ups or some box overs, you know, like throw it in there, but I'm going up to like 80 cows to hundred cows that day and then going to the next machine. So endurance days look like that for me. Um, but I'll be honest, if I want to get faster, I have to get stronger now and incorporating a lot more strength training into my routine 
as a gymnast is not my favorite thing. I'll be honest, but it's important because to get stronger or sorry, to get faster, you do have to get stronger as well. So, um, so I train five or six days a week usually. Awesome. Yeah. Your nutrition, has it changed? Um, no, I've had pretty dialed in nutrition for a long time. Um, don't overcomplicate things guys. I always just say eat healthy, eat whole foods, like everything in moderation, avoid dairy, avoid gluten, avoid sugar. Nutrition's not rocket science guys. Like, And eat goal specific. You know, that is the biggest thing. If you don't have big goals in fitness, then your nutrition doesn't have to be as aggressive, right? Like it's, it's a lifestyle. Um, but when you do have aggressive goals, you need to dial that in because you can't out-train a bad diet. So, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, now, do you have – what are your goals for 2023 now in DECA, uh, whether it be here in Canada or, let's say, down south? Um, are you going to be doing more, or and are you also going to be jumping into high rocks? Yes. So we'll go DECA first. Um, First of all, my goal is to go sub 14 and I'm on track right now. And like I always say, when you, when you do your goals, guys, don't expect immediate results. Like you have to go step-by-step anything in fitness takes time. Okay. Like just be patient with your goals. And if you don't hit it, just keep working anyways and know that, that it will come as long as you work hard enough for long enough. And that is my motto when it comes to fitness. So my goal is to go sub 14 and hopefully I'll hit that and qualify for worlds, you know, at least in my age group. Um, but if I, if I don't, that, that will carry on for me into next year for DECA. Um, my husband and I are going to try and qualify in his elite co-ed team, um, in the fit, because like I said, he's a soccer player. He can run. (laughs) Not so much me, um, but together we have very opposite strengths, which makes for a great team in this sport. Um, but yeah, you know what? I, I'm really curious about high rocks. Like now that I've really dived into the world of, you know, hybrid fitness racing, it's exciting. And I feel like naturally as an athlete, you want more. So yeah, I, I'm definitely looking to see where I can fit something in, in this year. Um, but timing is a lot because between all the Canadian Spartan races and DECA, That's it's, right. a matter of, it's a matter of when I can fit it in the calendar. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if you would have came with us, uh, if you, you know, come with us uh, February 25th to, to Houston to do the High Rocks. I'm in Jacksonville for Spartan that day. I but... know. I have to miss that again for the third year, fourth year. I'm surprised you're not going there. Um, just because, I mean, uh, we've planned this, uh, way before. Well, first of all, no, it was scheduled for January 21st, something like that. And then I was planning to go to Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I had it this year was, you know, I'm going to go do it and, uh, go get it. And all of a sudden they changed the day. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing with high rocks is there's, there's really not a lot of opportunities in the calendar, um, to get there. So. I mean, obviously there are a lot more opportunities in the world of Spartan to, to get out to the races and stuff. Cause they're happening every weekend. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is something that is unfortunate that it fell on the same weekend for you, but I know. it's going to be a great experience for you. And I'm really excited to cheer you on from afar. I, I'm excited. 
but I'm also excited because I'm a runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a trail runner, also an athlete. You know, I'm a former player, soccer player as well. So, uh-huh. um, you know, when I do events that um, have you know running components in it, that really excites me because of the running aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, March fourth, um, the Deca Mile. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I truly yes. can't wait for that. You know, that's going to be at Fit Farm in Strathroy. Oh, I can't I'll wait. I'll be there. Um, I know you are. I'll be there. I actually won't be racing that day because we're driving home from Jacksonville the day before. So I just, I'm not sure I'll be in the green <laughs> to be doing the deck a mile, but I wouldn't miss that event. I cannot wait. So I've been talking to the people uh, there and yeah, they were all, we're all excited. I can't wait to get there and do that just because of the running aspect. And that's something that I've been wanting to do for a while. You know what we should do? We should request that I get to be your judge so I can make sure that you don't come too hot out of the gate and you actually get the time you're looking for. We should make that happen. What do you think? Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. If you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Let's do it. It was fun to have Dave Claxton do the first time. And yeah, it he's also amazing. and at your place to have Kevin Gregory, you know, be my judge for the second time. Uh but he did the opposite. He was telling me, go, 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 go. Yeah. He wasn't well, telling third me, time's hey, a charm. Go, take it easy, please. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing the opposite. <laughs> right. He was like, Let's get this guy. No. I love the guy. I he's amazing. You know what? I, if Kevin's listening, I do want to thank him for coming up here. And and he came up here to support us at the gym. You know, he was a big part of the energy that was in that room because he's such a legend in this sport. And if you guys don't know who he is, oh. he's currently one second behind the global record. Kevin, you need to follow him. <laughs> Kevin knows me. I know Kevin for, oh my God, close to a decade. Mm-hmm. I've known Kevin when I got like, what? I think it was my third year in the sport. In OCR, uh, I met him. And Kevin, if you're listening, you know, we've known each other for a very long time. We've been in races together. Um, we've we've been in, in, oh my God, we've, we've faced some really hard and cruel terrain, uh, you know, and to see his face, especially with that, that clown, uh, head wear that he's got which is just by like who doesn't know that it's kevin when he puts it on okay so this man is a legend and i truly love the guy and to yeah. see him now you know here at this past event at your, at, at your gym and to see him in, in, in deca and do so well it makes me happy to see him succeed yeah. and so kudos to you buddy um uh, can't wait to see you again. Uh, yeah, if so, you don't know Kevin, guys, get to know him because seriously, he is the kindest person. He literally came up here just to support because that's how much he loves the sport and he loves his community. So <laughs> he's a beast. Yeah. So and yeah, you know what? I do apologize for one thing. I keep on putting my head down here because because I'm cleaning my nose because I'm getting a runny nose. I don't know how. I have sinus infection. It's, uh, it's my around. sinuses are, oh, are acting up and it's like what why is this happening now when i'm doing a podcast <laughs> yeah that's why i apologize guys if you've heard me like sniffle a few times i've, I've got a sign <laughs> listen we're, we're human um yeah. so now who motivates you 
you know what I I'm gonna be honest and again like guys I hope this doesn't come off wrong but I think you have to be your best motivator because it's not like you can't just perform when people are around like if you want to improve in no matter where you're at like if you're I don't care if you did the DECA in 40 minutes or 12 minutes. If you want to improve, guys, it's it's really what you do for yourself. And you have to be self-motivated because you're the person that's getting you there. You're the person that's getting yourself to show up. So you have to find that inner motivation and just be your own cheerleader sometimes and say, you know what? I believe in you and you can do this. Because at the end of the day, not everybody's always going to be there. And yeah. I have some really incredible people who inspire me, I would say. Um, there's a lot of inspirations out there in this world. But I think when it comes to motivation, I, I'm I'm self-motivated. And I do believe that that is, yeah. that is something that you will strengthen at the more you show up. <laughs> like it's like a muscle. It can be strengthened. I agree with you. Um you're actually bang on on that. Um, you know, you should believe in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to know yeah. that you have, that you're capable of doing it. And that should be your mental, that mm-hmm. that should be tattooed in your head. Yeah. Right. Um, when you, especially when you're an athlete and you want to compete, like that should be the number one thing. You, you need to trust yourself. You need to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you said, you can't always you, you can't only perform when there's people around. You should be performing all the time when you get out there. Exactly. Especially, especially with OCR. I mean, don't expect crowds of people uh, <laughs> everywhere at, at, at every moment uh, to, to see you perform or, you know, whether you're running or doing an obstacle. No, you're going to find yourself at times by yourself. Yeah. And so if if people motivate you, buddy, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in the right. wrong sport. <laughs> And and don't get me wrong, like be inspired by other athletes. Like honestly, I find Lauren Week so inspiring because as a mom myself, to get your training in as a, a new mom, it's hard. Like your whole um your whole world changes, your priorities change. And I find it so inspiring that that she makes it work because she doesn't have those excuses. She's self-motivated. So she inspires me. Um you know, but in, being inspired and being motivated are, are two different things. I feel like yeah. we could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> exactly. So listen, I totally forgot, you know, you're a mom. So how do you balance? Yeah. Life? How do you balance family? How do you balance your gym? And then do you ever take time for yourself? How do you do it all? You know what? That is a great question. And I feel like I don't really have an answer. I just feel like you just do the best you can and you make those decisions in the yeah. moment to prioritize your time and where it needs to be. But I feel like when you always do things with the good intentions, then you're then they're not doing wrong. So my little guy has been raised in the gym. Like literally, I went back to coaching when he was two days old. Um, oh. Some call me crazy, but it's part of my life and it's part of who I am. So it wasn't something I was ready to give up either um, because I need that balance. I'm a some might say a workaholic, but that's, that's a big part of who I am. And I find if you take away a piece of who you are, then you're not going to give the best of yourself to your kid either. So I think just always, you know, remembering it's okay, you know, and everybody's going to say something anyways, because they're not in your situation. So just trust your gut and trust that, you know, you're making those decisions properly in the moment. Okay. So let me ask you this. 
What advice would you give to uh, young girls, uh, young athletes, uh, female athletes um, of all ages, let's say, mm -hmm. that, you know, are outside looking in and they want to do DECA or they're thinking of doing DECA or higher rocks, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say to them? I would say just go in at first, go in with no expectations. I think the the biggest mistake a lot of us make is we have this assumption that we can do it in X amount of time. And I think for your best experience, go in and experience high rocks first, go in and experience DECA first, learn, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Don't put that expectation on it. Just go in experience and then fine tune, you know, and then start setting those goals. And I say goals, not expectations, because I always like to have two goals. I have a long-term goal and a short-term goal. Like if I hit this, I'm going to be super proud, but I'll, I'll still be proud of my progress as well. And I think that is the biggest thing is just always acknowledging that progress is progress, whether it was two seconds or two minutes, like you, you did better, you've become better, you've grown. And so just start with experience first, like go out there, have fun, and then start setting those goals. And then, you know, inquire with a coach about how to get from A to B. Don't go into it like just aimlessly doing things, guys. There are people out there, like I said, this community is amazing that wants to help. And I think the younger generation needs to also understand that like fitness takes time. Guys, like I'm 31 and I feel like I'm just coming into my prime and I've been training for years. Like literally this sport, like, it takes time. Like it's not an overnight success story for anyone. <laughs> and if it is, congratulations to you. And please tell me your tricks. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Um, here's a question uh, that a lot of men and female ask. And this is something that I've started to ask now coming into DECA and going into my first high rocks uh, soon in a, in a couple of weeks is what type of shoes do I wear? Oh, yeah. So that's been a conversation uh, with my team, with, you know, with Jesse, One Academy and Robin, all, all of us. And we're because it's a different type of shoe. It's a different type of sport. You know, you need something that's going to help you. Um, that's going to provide you that responsiveness and that. All the goodies when you have the proper shoe. Right. Right. Especially in this type of uh, sport with CrossFit, you know, this, that guy in high rocks, it's like, what type of shoe do we wear? So yeah. what do you, you use and how did you come about finding that right shoe for yourself? Um, to be honest, for me, it was a lot of trial and error. Um, definitely like when it comes to running, I primarily have fallen in love with Hoka um, when it comes to long yeah. distance. Now I don't wear those in the gym to train. <laughs> okay. Um, definitely not a training shoe, but it's given me the support I personally need in the long distance. Um, in the gym, I'm a Nike Metcon girl. Like I'm like an OG, like my Metcon fours are my absolute favorite. Like, and I had a pair of Nike Metcon twos and they're discontinued and you know, I will savor those, but that is a shoe that's personally worked for me. Um, but I know people who aren't Metcon fans and wear Nobles. I find Nobles for me are, are too light. They're a great shoe, but I like to feel my foot on top of the box. Like I like to, you know, I like to feel where I'm at. So yeah. it's a total personal preference and it's a total trial and error. Um, do your research, 
you know, read the reviews. That's the best thing I can say. Um, but don't be afraid to invest into a good pair of shoes because in this sport, guys, like that's your equipment. You know, when you play hockey, you spend, I don't even know, probably hundreds, if not thousands on hockey equipment. Like in this sport, get yourself some good shoes and get yourself some shoes for each aspect of your training. Exactly. I <laughs> yeah. couldn't have said it better myself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so now if people wanted to reach out to you and ask you mm -hmm. questions, pick your brain, how can they find you? Where can they go? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Amber Tate, T-A-I-T, um, on Facebook, or if you email <laughs> Amber at pureimpactathletics.ca. <laughs> now, what about the, the gym? Can you give us the info so everybody knows uh, how to find you? Yeah. So again, Pure Impact Athletics, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And um, our email, you could just email Amber at pureimpactathletics.ca. Are you planning on having another event? Yes, we are planning for May 27th and 28th. And we're going to be hosting Ooh. a Deca Mile and a Deca Strong. Um, yes. And actually, we're going to give it a go outside. You know, we've realized we have an incredibly amazing community up here and we wanted to make sure we had enough space for everybody who wanted to partake so outdoors we're going um obviously we will make sure we have tents and stuff so it's weather friendly but um i'm excited for this one um it's yeah it's just allowing us that expansion and it's gonna be it's gonna be equally as epic <laughs> i can't wait i can't we, wait we love to over deliver up here in pack that's that's one of our favorite things um any shout outs that you want to give or last words? Yeah. You know, I just, I want to thank you for having me on here. Um, it's always just been so fun. Every time we connect, like we always learn a little yeah. bit about each other. Um, I feel yeah. like we're meant to, to connect. We connected in Milton and a few times since then, and it, it's just been really awesome. And I do want to give a shout out to everybody listening because by listening guys, you're committing to growing in your sport and by being on here, knowledge as well so always learning always growing like if you took the time to hear this out shout out to you guys for showing up and being on here and hanging on to the end because remember what i said about self-motivation you just proved it right there so exactly thank you for that thank you for the lovely words it means a lot to me uh to have so many amazing people come on here and yourself to come on here and tell us your story talk to us about your gym and the community the people uh, the great event that was you were so successful with. And I can't wait. And I know that a lot of people out there can't wait to be back in May now. It's, what is it, 27th, 28th? So I'm going to put that in my calendar. Everybody go put that in your calendar and just look out for some, you yeah. know, info in, in social media soon. Uh, yeah. But, you know, again, to touch on what you said, that we were meant to connect. And I truly believe that. I mean, from the time that we met when uh, when we did our first one, and, and to see the smile on your face and, and just it, how awesome that event was. And then to, to do it again at your place and to see you yeah. light up and then provide such an amazing atmosphere for everybody. And, and yeah. that, that experience, it, it was just truly phenomenal. I, I, I am so happy for you and everything that you've accomplished, you and your husband and your yeah. team. So kudos, keep doing it. I can't wait to be back uh doing that and uh also see you out there and your team uh doing those Thanks. actually i have a funny story we're gonna share it because i don't know if you remember 
So when we were in Milton and you found me after I competed, because everybody was like, this is your first time. I was like, yeah. And you were like, well, let's connect on social media. And the internet was so slow. And I was already following you, which we came to know. And I was like, I think I just met a famous person. Like I was telling everybody, I was like, I met one. Like, and I was on, and then I was like, uh, is that awkward that I already knew who you were? That, that was, I was, I was like, what? That was funny. In my, in my head. But that was truly such a great moment and yeah. that made me feel that, that was just great and I, I i thank you for that i i i was thankful to be there at the right time at the right place right yeah so, and you, you know what they say in life some you know people come into your life for the right reasons mm-hmm. that was one of them exactly so you know what guys if you're listening I mean, first of all, it's not creepy to follow people on Instagram. You're following them because you want to be inspired. You want to learn, like, you know, just follow people (laughs) because we're human beings. And this is a prime example. And I was like, oh, I already follow you. And you know what? Look at where we are today. We're friends. We're on a podcast now. We're competitors together. Like, you never know. Just make those connections, guys. Everybody's human beings. Be nice, though. Kindness is free. Don't forget that. (laughs) On that note. Any last words? Thank you. And Thank you very much. Good luck to everybody with their goals this year. I'm cheering all of you on. Um, so once again, I said this before and I'll say it again. I thank you for the time that uh, you made for uh, to come on and so we can get to know you, myself, and everybody listening. And I hope you guys learned as much as I have. This is Amber Tate. If you guys have any questions, uh, you want to pick her brain, reach out to her. Okay? Mm-hmm. She'd be more than... You know, glad to answer any of your questions, guys. Look her up in the in, in the net. Uh, her gym. She's in Brantford. Go see her. Go participate, guys. Um, let's support the community. Other than that, thank you so much. Have yourself a lovely evening. Thank and you. We'll stay in touch. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. <laughs> Take care.